0: Welcome to Ayurvedic Healing and Beyond podcast. My name is Vignesh Devraj, an Ayurvedic doctor and holistic health coach. Each week, we share wisdom or interview an inspiring personality to guide you become your healthiest self. Remember, your health is your greatest asset. This coming Sunday, which is 6th of June 2021, I am holding an online Zoom webinar on the topic Rajas, Tamas, and Emotional Triggers. The purpose of this topic is to bring insight on how emotions can trigger various illnesses in our body and how to overcome them. Please find the registration link in the show notes of this podcast. In case you are listening to this after the 6th of June, please visit my YouTube channel Dr. Vignesh Devraj for the video recordings. If you want to do a one-on-one online consultation with me to enhance your overall health, vitality and well-being through ayurveda and holistic approach, do check the details in the show notes of this podcast or visit vigneshdevraj.com for scheduling a consultation with me. Today the topic that we are going to discuss is about the concept of Pratyabharata. We'll start with a short vedic chant. Gurur Brahma, Gurur Vishnu, Gurur Devo Maheshwaraha, Gurur Sakshat Parabrahma, Dasmai Shri Gurave Namaha. Om Sahana Vavatu, Sahanao Bunatu, Sahaviryam Karavavahai. Tejas vinavati tamas tumavit om shanti, shanti, shanti. The topic for today is the concept of pratyavarada. Now the word pratyavarada is widely described in many of the Ayurvedic textbooks as one of the Main causes of most of the illnesses that humanity is suffering from. Now, in many of the English translations of the word pratyabharata, it is written as crimes or offense against wisdom. Now, let us decode the word pratyah and The word abharadam means something that is going against the natural flow. Abharadam, if something is falling down the gravity and if it is going against that gravity it is aparadham against gravity so it is just going in the opposite direction that is what the word aparadham means and the word pratna the word nya like we have two words pra and nya like the pra is there in the word prana in prakriti pra means something that which is supposed to evolve progress move forward evolve or to grow that is what the word pra actually means that is why the word prakriti prana and that is why the english word progress has its root the word pro has its roots from the sanskrit word pra and nya pratnya pratnya barada the word pra is something that is just evolving growing naturally getting better and Nya means the word Nya has a root for wisdom or knowledge or information. That is, suppose it is like uh, like the word Jitnyasa or the word uh, Pratitya. The word Nya has a lot of meaning to attributed towards knowledge or wisdom. So, Pratnya actually means the wisdom for evolution, the wisdom which is a part of the intelligence of nature. And the word aparada actually means going against the wisdom of nature or wisdom of the intelligence of nature. Now, this is considered as one of the biggest causes of diseases. Like in Ashtanga Hridayam, there are three main causes that are mentioned as the causes of diseases. That is, Asatme Indriyartha Samyogam Pratyabharadam and parinama. Now, Asatmya Indriyartha Samyogam is, Asatmya means that which is unwholesome. Satmya means wholesome, Asatmya means unwholesome. Indriya Artha Samyogam. Indriya means our sense organs. And Samyoga means how our sense organs are indulging with the external world. If we are indulging with our sense organs in unwholesome or incompatible things, that can lead to disease. For example, if, uh, if I'm consuming more sugar, which is sweet in nature, then what I'm supposed to consume, it can lead to diabetes. Now that is Asatmi samyoga. Same way, Pratyabharadam is, I know this is not good for me, but still I go and do it. And that inability to discriminate, and do it in spite of knowing that is not good for me, that is what is called as Pratyabharata. Now, why do people indulge in Pratyabharata? Now, let us go to the Bhagavad Gita, where it is mentioned. A Bhagavad Gita is a you know interaction, it's a documentation of an interaction between Krishna, Lord Krishna and Arjuna. Where Lord Krishna is telling Arjuna about how the universe functions, what is the purpose of me living, why we are doing certain things, what is the purpose of spirituality, what is the purpose of life, what is the purpose of evolution, the, all these questions of spiritual growth has been answered there and it is much more in detail about that. In that discourse, uh, Lord Krishna tells Arjuna, our mind needs to be controlled because our sense organs has a profound influence and control over our ability to say something that I want or not. In in, in a way, what we're saying is, our sense organs can literally dictate us if we are not conscious in directing it and controlling it. And one of the examples that are mentioned in Bhagavad Gita are, if you have to protect yourself from distraction, which the sense organs can take you away with, like the momentum of a river. When you fall, it can just take you along with the current. The same happens with our sense organs. We have to be like a tortoise. Now, what? why is the analogy given for tortoise? Because whenever something is considered to be a threat for the tortoise, the to- tortoise takes away all its extremities. It takes the All the four limbs internally and takes refuge in that covering of the tortoise which is a very strong covering. So it says our sense organs the moment we see certain things can be really distracting and when we know that it can be quite dangerous and threatening later we have to somehow refrain from it. Now this sounds a bit uh, anti-life, the moment you read this, so it means that, let's say that I see some food that is delicious, I have to run away from it. Now, this is one question that comes, you know, the moment we hear this. Now, fast forward to many researchers that are done today. Uh, in one of the books by James Clear called Atomic Habits, he talks about a research done by, on, on the concept of willpower. Like he, there was a study that was done. Is willpower constant in everyone? Like, what makes a person disciplined and what makes a person not so disciplined? Is it the degree of willpower that makes a person disciplined? So the study finds finding is goes like this: willpower is same in all the people that the study was done. However, the people who are having a disciplined life they just avoid going to places where they have to use the willpower in the first place itself. And the other people, the moment you are in connection with something that you are craving, the possibility of willpower is very less. For example, let's say somebody is having addiction towards gambling. And if he tries to use his willpower and if he goes to a casino, the possibility of him using his willpower and saying no to gambling is very less because his willpower is really incapable of coming over that urge because that urge is super strong. So the only way is he has to avoid going to the casino in the first place or make it difficult for him to go to a casino. That's the only way he can do the beginning days. The same way, if you are indulging in some activities that you feel it is kind of addiction, but later or addiction, or you feel it is not healthy for you. And later on, you are going to feel not so good about it. For example, if you're consuming some food that you feel delicious for the moment, and later you feel heavy and bloated, or it is giving some allergies or reactions, that's a sign somewhere at that point of time, we give in to that instant gratification, forgetting about the ramifications it can lead to in the later stages. Even though we know, but that need for that instant gratification is so strong that we are not able to use the willpower. And in fact, this research study says, willpower is helpless when it comes to such strong urges. So what it says is, once you understand these are the triggers That will not be possible for your willpower to overcome. Do your best to avoid these situations. For example, if you have an urge of overeating, reduce access to a lot of food. Avoid going to restaurants which has buffets. And if you're cooking, cook less food so that there is bring portion control or make the plate a little smaller so that you don't have access to a lot of food. And if you have addiction or sweet tooth, for me, for example, I used to have a lot of sweet tooth. So one thing that I used to do is I avoid buying chocolates. I avoid buying anything that which is super sweet. And if I have it, maybe, you know, you just take one piece of chocolate. And then all I know is I finish that whole bar of chocolate. So once you get into it, your willpower is very difficult because just like, uh, you know, the... The ancient brain, which is which we are still owning today, two hundred thousand years old, it is designed to eat as much sweet, salt, and fat. It's, that's where the design is. And the same thing with gambling, because we are designed to get. We want efficiency. If a little bit of time investment, we are able to get maximum returns. That is like a trigger point, and that is how our brain is designed. We want to get as much in a less time, which is actually a smart thing, but If it can lead to a lot of other complications, this is something which is very dangerous. So understanding, and that is why in many countries, certain things are banned because that is one way to control because people know that willpower is very difficult to control. In fact, there is a word in Sanskrit called Viveka. The word Viveka means your ability to discriminate things. To understand, even though I know this is good, but I still indulge in it. That is because our Viveka Buddhi, that is our intelligence to understand what is good for me, what is not good for me, and to use that wisdom in support of our evolution, in support of our growth. That inability is what is called as parata. So understand where all do you feel you, once you consume or indulge in certain habits or activities, you feel you're not able to stop. If such things are there, never trust on your willpower. You, willpower can be trusted. For example, once I overcome that need for sweet tooth, then maybe I, can, I do have the possibility to come out of it. But if I'm in the habit and the momentum of consuming a lot of sugar, at that point of time, if I have access to it, it's going to be very difficult for it. And slowly once you are over, once you overcome that habit, and then when you have a access to sugar, and maybe I just want to enjoy it, at that time willpower can help. But when we are weak, willpower is not going to help. And that is where we have to understand Pratyabharadam is how much are we going giving ourselves access to things that are not healthy for us, but we love to indulge in it. So stop giving yourself access, avoid going to such places that can trigger and distract our sense organs. That is the way we can come out of it. In fact, most of the diseases, some way or the other, we could see it has a root cause in the concept of Pratyabharata. So that is the topic for today. Hope you understood this and Look into where all you are indulging that is not giving health later, but at that time it is giving you instant gratification. That is why in Ayurveda also in the concept of digestion and food, eating and nutrition, there is a word called vipaka. The word vipaka literally means the aftertaste. After you consume a food, how do you feel afterwards? Do you feel light? Do you feel heavy? Do you feel bloated? What is the aftertaste of that? If you feel good after the food, that means you are indulging in something that which is healthy, but after you consume something, you feel low, you feel tired, you feel lazy, maybe something needs to change. And that is where we need to bring in our Viveka And Viveka doesn't happen when you get exposed to things that are distracting you. It is something you have to prepare yourself so that you are not in a situation where you get exposed in the first place. Thank you all. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you for listening to Ayurvedic Healing and Beyond. If you loved and enjoyed this podcast, please do subscribe, share and review us. This helps to spread our mission of guiding humanity to becoming their healthiest self and also giving the right resources for holistic healing. If you wish to know more about my work, please do visit www.vigneshdevraj.com. And if you are interested in doing an Ayurveda treatment or authentic Panchakarma therapy, please log on to www.sitaramretreat.com.